Yes, that line forms on the right, babe. <laughs> Not that Mackie's back in Let's go, 202. McMonagle here with you on the fan. You know what it is. I got you for three hours till 5 o'clock. And the warm-up show will come your way, 877-337-6666. That's the number to call. Let's talk some football. Let's talk a little wild card weekend football as we still have two games left to play. And maybe one of them will be pretty good because, man, this has been the... Let's be honest, besides the end of last night, this has been the couple days of just teams not showing up. But nobody, I mean nobody, nobody doesn't show up as stupendously and as absolutely magnificently as the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. That was just fun. That was, you know what? I know it's on brand, right? And I know they're the fraud Cowboys, and I know they've choked – in this spot and in the postseason year after year. But I got to tell you, even this one, this one surprised even me. The absolute no-show from the Dallas Cowboys, it honestly surprised me. When you take in all the account of how good they've been in this building, how good they've been at home, going up against the Packers team that has done a great job to get here, the youngest team in the NFL, youngest team in the postseason, now youngest team to win a playoff game in however long. But... I just thought, honestly, I knew eventually this game would happen, and I knew we'd be having discussions we're going to have all morning about who's going to be the next head coach, Belichick clearly going to the Cowboys, or is it Vrabel or whomever. And yes, there is no doubt, this is a game that you, everyone gets fired. I mean, everyone gets fired. And you, and you have to rethink everything. Are you going to give another contract or an extension to Dak Prescott? How could you possibly do that? This changes everything for Dallas. Like this is, I mean, the only question is me and Fleegelman were joking. Do I get to break the news that McCarthy is fired on this show? Or will it happen during the morning show? Because he is on his way out. What a disaster. What an absolute disaster to go to 48, uh, to lose 48 to 32. And it wasn't anywhere near that close. This game was over almost immediately. What a disaster. And we'll talk about Dak, who was terrible to start this game. And if you look at it, you know, I'm going to make the argument right now where he wasn't the number one culprit. And if you look at it all, he'll end up with three touchdown passes and 400 yards, and they scored 32 points. Well, what do you, know, what do you want him to do? He was awful to start this game. Awful. The pick six as they're driving towards the end of the half was just a throw you can't make. And the way, like, here's the big thing, too. What has this team done all year, this explosive offense? McCarthy took over the play calling, and it really unlocked Dak and CeeDee Lamb. And for a guy who had, what do you have, 300 receptions this year? I mean, this offense in this building, and those two players specifically, have dominated. Have dominated. And they looked lost. 
I mean, this is the, the amount we talked about it. Everyone talked about it. The amount of pressure on this team without question, the biggest pressure from anybody going into this game was the Dallas Cowboys, was Mike McCarthy, was Dak Prescott, was the Dallas Cowboys. And they looked like they let this pressure eat them up. Those two have been on the same page, living the same life, breathing the same air every single week. And in this game, they look lost. They're having discussions. How does that happen in the biggest game of the year against a, a, a solid Green Bay to a seven seed? A nice little team that, that Tommy DeVito beat. Let's be honest. The Green Bay Packers aren't that good. They're not. And, and did, did, did Love play well? Yeah, he made a couple of throws. But this defense was embarrassingly bad. There's another guy, Dan Quinn. How do you keep him? And this is the guy in Dan Quinn who's already practically got the job in Seattle? What are you, nuts? This entire team just completely no-showed. I can't believe it. I know it's the Cowboys, and I expected it at some point. But they've won this game before. They've gotten through this round. And in this building, offensively, they have dominated teams far better than Green Bay. And to have this performance from the coach, the quarterback, and the defense. And look, again, Dak was awful in this game, and I think you have to question everything. I, you can't give him you can't give him a contract extension off of this year. And I don't know if you can sign him again, period. I think you're learning what Dak is. I think you're learning what Tua is. I think you've learned a lot about quarterbacks, quite honestly, in, this, in these couple of days. You learned a lot about love. You learned a lot about C.J. Stroud. You learned a lot about Tua. And you learned a lot about Dak Prescott. And maybe a little bit of Goff. And you know what uh, Stafford is. He was incredible in the game, too. We'll get to all the quarterbacks and everything. But Dak Prescott is what he is. He's what he's always been. He's an average quarterback with, with you know pretty good weapons and a good scheme. And this Dallas team has drafted really well. And they have a good roster. But for whatever reason... This coach and this quarterback are incapable the minute the pressure hits. The minute Green Bay went and took the ball smartly to keep uh, you know the Dallas offense off the field, you don't want to fall behind. You want to go take it to them. I love the call from the floor. They go down the field. They score a touchdown, and it looked like the Cowboys lost themselves. They had no idea. The pressure of that quick touchdown drive completely shook the whole team to the point that two guys who have dominated the league. Like Dak was an MVP. Lamb had one of the great seasons you could ever have. And they are they look like they haven't played together. But having said all that, the defense of the Dallas Cowboys, this, you know, big time pass rush defense that absolutely just the, annihilated the Giants week 1. Right and had their moments and Mike Micah Parsons is the greatest thing since Lawrence Taylor and this defense and Dan Quinn he 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 turned he had his choice of head coaching jobs last year and he turned it down to continue to be the Dallas defensive coordinator. This defense was a joke in this game. I've never seen anything like it. Like honestly, to me, this was actually as crazy as it sounds. I thought there was a chance this could be a game in the second half. They throw the pick six, obviously. 
But after that, they go down the field. They score a touchdown, the Cowboys. They get the ball back. Now, you would like them to score a touchdown. But they go down the field, and they score a field goal. And they make it 10, 27-10 at the start of the second half, practically. That's 17 points. It's, it's still unlikely with the way they've been playing, but it's possible. At least it's a game at 27-10. It's a game on some level. And the Packers proceed to run the ball down their throat. And Aaron Jones in this game, I mean, he had a great game, but he broke a couple tackles. But, I mean, the Cowboys, they showed it in the game. The Cowboys, in a, with, a, with a 17-point deficit, with the, when, when, the, when the Packers have a big lead, they are playing so far off the ball and not playing the run at all. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And I have never seen, never seen people more wide open. And I know Love is going to get. He had the perfect passer rating. He threw all the touchdown passes. He looked great in the game. He made a couple of very key throws in this game that helped them win, and he played very well. I'm not trying to knock Love. He was great in the game, and he's showing that these freaking Packer fans are as lucky as a, a group can possibly be to now have another what seems to be franchise quarterback following Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And we're going to get to that discussion in a second at 877-337-6666. And some of the news, uh, some of the noise surrounding this about how this is somehow an indictment on Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. But as well as Love played, I mean, how many times did he just have to throw the ball up in the air? I've never seen it before. He underthrew the tight end on that touchdown pass by a mile. But he was able to just stop running, come back to the ball, catch it, completely stop all his momentum, come back to the ball, catch it, turn around, start running to the end zone, and in that time frame, you did not see a cowboy on the screen. How is that possible? I have never seen someone so wide open in my life. I mean, this Cowboy team did exactly what we all, or if you care, if you're a Cowboy fan, what you feared they could do. This is an embarrassing performance at epic levels. And now everyone's got to go. You got just everyone's got to go. It changes everything like Dak, the whole you have to re this is now they are the first team in NFL history to win 12 or more games three consecutive years and not get to an not get to a championship game in those three years. They consistently do this. And we talk about it, and we laugh about it, and then we kind of forget about it midseason of the next year as they are, you know, playing really well. And you, you think, hey, they're the two seed. They've locked up two home games here. They play incredibly well in this building. I know they're choke artists uh, over the last handful of years, but through this through this crappy NFC, I mean, they they can't win this game. the The Eagles have completely fallen off. The, the 49ers are very good, but you, you won't have to see them until a championship game. Like, this is this is the Cowboys' year. This is their best opportunity. And all that pressure and everything that led into this game, they absolutely crapped themselves. And, again, the story's going to be Dak Prescott, and rightfully so, because, as I've told you a million times, quarterbacks are the, uh, the leader of the franchise. And unless you have a quarterback, you don't have a team. 
So moving forward with the Dallas Cowboys, it's going to be who's going to be the next coach. Obviously, Belichick's already linked. Of course, it's a perfect spot for, for Belichick. But here's the problem. Can he live with Jones? And to be fair, I think his son and the Dallas Cowboys have done a really nice job drafting this team. I think this team's talented. I don't think the problem is that they're, the, there's no talent on this team. I think they're poorly coached, and I think for whatever reason, it's starting to manifest itself into them believing the, the, the other shoe will drop when they get to these big games. And the quarterback sucks in the big game. But, I mean, throughout the roster, I think they do a great job. So, obviously, if Belichick is no longer interested in being the GM, which I think he should drop, and just be a head coach... If he wants to follow in his, you know, in his uh, his guys in Parcells' footsteps and go fin- and go try and finish out his career with the Dallas Cowboys, it didn't really work for Parcells. He had a winning team, but didn't win ultimately in the playoffs. Is, is that something you could see Belichick go do? I think Belichick, you could see one of two things in my estimation, and I think most people feel it's 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 this: like go find a great team that needs a head coach and try and win a championship and prove you can win another one without Tom Brady and, and all that. And then that's if he if he only wants to coach. I do think I don't think it's crazy to think that he would want to run the whole show of another franchise. I think he loves it. I think he has no interest in retiring. I think he could do it for however – I think he thinks he could do it for another 10, 15 years. I don't think he thinks that there's any finality to all this. I think he didn't think it, it just stopped working in, in, in New England and it's just time to move on. But I could absolutely see if he believes that he wants to, as Parcells, who I just mentioned before, wants to buy the groceries if he's going to cook the meal – I could see him going to a team like the Carolina Panthers I mentioned or other, you know, a team like that and just rebuilding and trying to establish New England part two. Or does he want to go chase this championship to cement his legacy without Tom Brady? Does that mean anything to him? Does it, does it, because again, the win, the Don, the Shula win record, I think he'll get because I don't think, I don't think he looks at that as some, I need to go to a great team to get that. I think he's willing to coach for many years. I think there's, those are the, I wonder if either one of those are, but I think they're both open. I don't know which one's more appealing to him. I don't know the man, but I think both are on the table. But if he wants to go try and figure it out in, in, in Dallas with, uh, with uh, Jones and Stephen Jones drafting the team, because they shouldn't stop. They do. I think they do a very good job. They just can't get over the hump. And they completely face flop in every big spot. And this game in particular, the, the from the defense to the best, like the two best parts of this team, right? When you when you think about this two seed Dallas Cowboy team that completely owns the Giants, like every other team, like like the Eagles do too, but has completely owned the Giants, has pretty much owned every. They haven't lost it in that building since Week One last year. I mean, you are going on, it's two years since they've lost in that building. But their defense and then their passing game, particularly Dak Prescott to CeeDee Lamb, that's what got them here. That's, their, that's what they do. That's their bread and butter. That's how, they, that's how they've won 12 games all these years, and particularly this year. That's been their calling card. 
And I'm sorry. We could talk about the Green Bay Packers and what a job Love did and what a job LaFleur did and the game plans and all that. I'm sorry. When you watch this team and Green Bay Packers are running wide open on this defense and you watch this team and their best feature of Dak and CeeDee Lamb look like they've never played together, this is the Cowboys being the Cowboys. And it was an embarrassing display and it was glorious to watch, and I loved every second of it. And now they are in turmoil, and they are going to fire their head coach. They are going to fire Quinn, and quite honestly, they should be on the look for another quarterback because it's never going to work with this one, not here. And how can you pay him again? The big contract you give him, sure, you win games in the regular season. They haven't done anything in the playoffs. You are going to give Dak Prescott more money? Certainly not now. I know that he was looking for a payday this year to extend him. He's got his contract up next year. You can't give him money off this performance. You can't give him another contract off of what just took place with this team. To lose to the first ever seven seed to win a playoff game. To lose to this Green Bay Packers team that the Giants beat. To lose to this Packers team that, you know, is a nice team. They ran the ball well. They played well. They schemed it well. I don't want to take away from what the Packers did, but the story is the self-implosion of this Dallas team, and it was absolutely glorious. 877-337-6666. We'll get into the idea of somehow Jordan Love playing well and winning a playoff game suddenly is a knock on Aaron Rodgers, and and he was able to do what Aaron Rodgers couldn't do. Okay. I don't know. When he wins four MVPs, let me know. 877-337-6666. We'll get into all the other games and how important it is to draft a quarterback. And that's exactly why the Giants should be trading up. If you watch the game that C.J. Stroud played, go get a quarterback. And then, of course, the Lions. Their first home game in 30 years hosting in the playoffs, and they came out and did the opposite of what the Cowboys did. And they played well from the jump, but it was in a, uh, uh, with all the storylines of, of Stafford and this team coming back and, 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 da- uh, and uh, Detroit back in the playoffs. It was an incredible game. Uh, you know, Puka Nakua is an incredible, incredible player. And it was actually the one freaking game we could watch and actually enjoy. Thankfully, they gave us one. Because, man, there was it a bunch of teams that didn't show up. Dallas, uh, Dallas didn't show up. Miami didn't show up. Cleveland didn't show up. Thankfully, we got one. So it gets all the games. But, man, that Dallas game was just something special. Let me know what you think about it. 877-337-6666. Taking your phone calls all the way to 5 o'clock on this wild card weekend. We still got two more games later today. Looking forward to it after they move the Buffalo game due to weather, which, again, was a good idea. And if you don't like streaming games, if you don't like the idea that they had an exclusive uh, playoff game on Peacock, I got some bad news for you. 